This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the HeadGum Podcast Network. This is the show where we tackle a topic oh so loosely and discuss our previous, present, and future experience with it. Today's topic was superstitions. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Welcome back. It's the No Joke Podcast, and I am Billy Scafuri. I'm Adam Lustig. And it is number 87. Episode 87, Bill. 13 away from the centennial? The centennial episode. Okay. I did a little bit of future math, and I think that we're going to reach the centennial sometime around Thanksgiving. Around Thanksgiving? I think that's about when we're going to land at the big triple-digit 100. That's fun. What are we going to do? Should uh, we have a big... Uh... I think that you and I yeah. should go... Uh, we should build three boats. Okay. The Nina. The Pinta. <laughs> About Santa Maria? Yes. Okay. We should go to Spain. Okay. And say, hey, that Christopher Columbus guy, uh, he was no good. Yeah. I just let him know. Let him know. Just as a commemoration for our 100th episode, yes. we build three boats yes. from scratch. Yes. Where do we get the raw material? Just the wood and aluminum and titanium, whatever we can get our hands on. Yeah, yeah. We'll go down we'll to a local boatyard. Like that stuff, the details work themselves out. Lustig. Sure. Don't get too wrapped up in the minutiae. <laughs> right. God. Um, here's an important question. Yeah. Though. Does Thanksgiving have anything to do with Christopher Columbus? Well, uh, I mean, I think that it. I think that it tangentially does. I think that Thanksgiving sort of celebrates when the pilgrims came over, and and again in the kind of whitewashing historical narrative that we tell ourselves, uh -huh. when they had a lovely meal with the Native Americans and they quote unquote made friends. I just can't remember. Was Columbus part of the pilgrim team? I don't think he was part of the pilgrim team. In my memory, it's like that was more like uh, that was in like the early 1600s or maybe the 1500s. 1492, Columbus sails the ocean blue. Oh, and he discovers uh, the physical. Land space that we now – again, he didn't discover it, but he is giving yes. credit for actually discovering this land. So who's driving the pilgrims? Who's driving the pilgrims? That's a good idea uh, or that's a good thought. I'm not totally positive on that. Who's, who's the king pilgrim? I don't – I guess I don't know. The name John Brown leaps out to me, but I think that's just what white men are named. <laughs> that's yeah. a receiver for the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> John yeah. Brown was the king of the pilgrims? I think Arizona Cardinal John Brown <laughs> might have been the I, – I don't, I don't exactly know. Because you know, I feel like Columbus gets a lot of hate. He does get a lot. He gets of hate. a lot of hate with good reason. If you read the stories, like it's like his story is has been changed over time to make him seem like a good guy. Spearhead of the slaughter of many many natives. Were pilgrims bad too? I think they were probably bad. I think they were puritanical uh, people here to convert everyone to Christianity and to take that land. So why so why aren't we mad at the pilgrims? We are. I think oh, we I are. Think, we're I mad think, at the I think okay, those, good to know. I think <laughs> I just want to know where my rage should you know be what? pointed. I think I think we are mad at the pilgrims and I think that like we see that like very very sort of American origin story reflected in all the uh, Dakota pipeline protests. I think uh, like the native population is super mad at the colonialization of this country. Where did the pilgrims come from? I think they came from England and from those Anglo countries and from and from Western Europe. And, and they were wearing those hats right out the gate? I think they had the buckle hats right out the gate. Wow. I think they had the buckle hats right <laughs> Look, I love and respect Native Americans. Of course. But if a guy in a buckle hat yeah. steps to me. You're impressed. And then you smack him. <laughs> You smack that hat off his face and you say, go back to your home country. Yeah, go back. Go back and bring a better hat. I am in no position to tell Native Americans how to live Certainly or how not. to defend their country Definitely or their land. Not. But you, this is just a piece of advice for all no-joke listeners out there. Smack the buckle hat. Buckle hat's a red flag. Okay. The buckle hat is a red flag. Okay. It's like if you see someone – like the equivalent would be if you see someone now with like a, a, like an urban fedora. Uh -huh. <laughs> smack, just, smack that smack hat. Smack it. Smack it. Smack that hat. Smack 
that hat. There are certain hats that indicate, and I know this sounds bizarre, but there are certain hats that indicate a good person or a bad person. That's fair. <laughs> That's, and I don't mean to be too hard, but like a buckle hat is a red flag. Right. A f- urban fedora is a red flag. Smack that hat. Smack that hat. Okay, good. Uh, we will still go to Spain via the Nina Pinta and, yeah, Santa, and Maria Santa Maria and still tell Spain. Hey, Columbus, no good. No good. Columbus, no good. Get back on the boats, land at Plymouth Rock and say, no one was very good at this. No battle. one was good at this, at, this, at this dinner. That'll be a really weird podcast. Yeah, but that'll be how we commemorate number 100. Everyone does it differently. We gotta take risks here at No Joke. This isn't episode 100. This nope. is episode 87. Yeah, it is. It's a great number. It sure is. And uh, we are going to celebrate by discussing superstitions. Superstitions. Yeah. Now, what, how do you think about superstitions, Bill? Well, the curiosity. eclipse had just happened. That's right. We are recording this today on the 23rd. That's August right. 23rd. The eclipse happened on Monday? Monday morning. Uh, where the moon went in front of the sun for a few minutes. Yes. And people uh, say that crazy things happen during the eclipse. Yes. That nature doesn't know what to do because it's so rare and weird things are happening. There and was, strange things happen. Strange, bizarre things happen. There was a live – I was watching some of the footage on the Weather Channel. It was like the the one day of the millennium where the Weather Channel is the most up-to-the-minute news. C-SPAN and the Weather Channel <laughs> have had some shine in yes. 2017. Seriously, yeah. yeah. This was a Weather Channel type day. Yep. Uh, but it was really, really cool. I mean we here in Los Angeles were not in the kind of path of totality where it was like full pitch black. Yeah. That was like a weird diagonal sort of path from Oregon to like South Carolina mm-hmm. that was like the full blackness. Yep. Um, but it was pretty amazing watching live streams from Charleston, South Carolina and just watching like sort of not even time lapse, but like the real time eclipse yeah. happen and it just go black at 2 p.m. But this is the question that everyone in No Joke wants to know. Did you turn into a werewolf? I, I personally did not. Okay, did Maggie? I felt my palms itch a little bit. Did you? But I think I was just hungry. Did you howl? I did not howl any more than usual. Okay. Any more than usual. I heard that spiders uh, break down their webs when it's the eclipse, and I don't know why. Well, yeah, why? I don't know. Well, I think that – and this was another – this is what kind of what I want to say. There was a live stream of a pen of goats, and it was like – and it was like suspenseful, like, will these goats pass out? Pass out. Will these goats faint? We think these goats might all faint when the eclipse happens. Okay. So to your point, I think it messes with animal chemistry. Did they faint? Confused. I didn't even stick around for the thrilling Wow. I just saw the setup. You passed on a live stream of (laughs) Of Will These Goats Faint? Yeah. That sounds like a podcast that would blow past ours (laughs) on the iTunes charts. It's true. Will These Goats Faint faint. every half hour? New on HeadGum. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, weird, bizarre things happen when the sun gets blotted out because the sun is the source of all life. Yes. Literally. Yes. On this planet. So when it gets blotted out, and if you are a uh, sentient being who is less evolved than a human homo sapien, you don't know why. Yep. You don't know about eclipses. You don't know Neil deGrasse Tyson. React. Re- you react. React. Spiders break down their webs. Goats pass out. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. We didn't watch. We're not sure. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to take a cue from the Summer Anthems episode and also the Subcultures episode yes. where we find a list, probably on Wikipedia, that yes. lists a bunch of popular superstitions. Superstitions. And in the spirit of keeping an open mind, one of us will say why clearly that's just a superstition and right. holds no truth. Right. And the other person will argue in defense of why it's a possibility. Yeah. Um, before we get into that list, Adam, uh, first act of the No Joke Podcast, yes. were you superstitious as a kid? Not really. Not, not surprised. Not <laughs> not surprised. Yeah, I, I mean, I am a skeptic and a cynic when it comes to things that are sort of like beyond the realm of the observable, and I, I'm kind of a – not proud of it necessarily. I mean, maybe I am a little bit proud of it. Not, I'm kind of a literalist in that way, okay. and I th- if, you can't, if I can't see it, if I can't touch it, if I can't sure. taste it and hear and experience it, I, I'm – 
I'm reluctant to believe it. Let me pose a possibility that I think could uh, arrive in your life please, as a kid. Please, please. Uh, you're playing basketball. You get fouled. You're on the free throw line. Okay. Coaches teach us to have a routine yes. before we take the free throw. That's true. And if you and if you can get into that routine, then this will make the whole process a lot smoother. True. Would you be uncomfortable if you didn't do your routine before the free throw? Not really. I, I mean, I think that I kind of, at first, it was dribble, 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 rotate, rotate, look, and set. Yep. So, like, there is, like, a choreography and a rhythm that feels good when you're at the free throw line. Of course. And I understand the desire to sort of, like, replicate that exactly just for, like, the super for the superstition of it. Right. But no, and in fact, now when we play pickup basketball, I find myself stepping up to the free throw line and actively wanting to disrupt my pattern. Huh. So I'll step up to the free throw line and just like one dribble shoot quick, almost to like trick myself mm. to keep myself off balance. So there, I didn't. Those yeah. free throws in uh, pickup basketball, though, there's a lot happening. Different there's a context. lot of small talk. The games haven't started yet. Different whereas context. in basketball, the real games with refs, yes. things stop and all eyes on you. Yes. So it's a little different. And I also think that in basketball, when you're in in game context, one of the re- one of the practical reasons for the sort of quote unquote superstitious dribble, 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 people have their own setup is because you're breathing heavy. You kind of want to focus. Yeah. You need to like literally calm your Slow breath. Down. Slow down. Yeah. Right. Did you have free throw specific related superstitions? <laughs> no, no. But I liked other people's superstitions. Yes. I liked hearing about pro athlete superstitions. I loved as a kid hearing that some baseball players wouldn't touch the white line. They would when they were running into the game. They would never touch the foul line. They would always hop over it. Bad luck. I would never feel that way. But it's fun for me to know that others do. Yeah. And I was like, I get it. Yes. So I liked it. Yes. And I, I'm sure that we touched on – I mean maybe we touched on some of this when we talked to – again, I, we're referencing this again. Jack Dolgen. We talked about luck. Yeah. And we talked about just the idea of good and bad luck. Mm-hmm. And 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 I feel like obviously – maybe it's an obvious thing to say. That's where the, I feel like a lot of these superstitions are born. If you believe in luck, mm-hmm. then that's a bridge to believing in – I mean like superstition. That's what that is. Agreed. So uh, what do you say we dig into some superstitions? Let's dig right in. Adam, I'm holding the list in front of me. (laughs) Okay. Much like uh, the Summer Anthems episode. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Much like the The Subcultures uh, subcultures episode. episode. I'm going to ask you to pick a letter. Okay. And then based on how many um, subcategories there are for that letter – I'll ask you to pick a number. Okay, and this is just the Wikipedia page of superstitions. So if you want to read along on Wikipedia, this is an interactive episode. Type in superstitions. (laughs) Yeah, we'll we'll give you a three count. (laughs) Yeah. Two. Three. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining <laughs> us. Adam, pick a letter. Okay, great. Uh, let's do C. Oh, that's nice. Top yeah. of the list. Okay, we have three. I'm going to go dead middle. Give me C2, Bill. I'll take C2. Strong start, All right, Adam. Baby. <laughs> All right. As a kid, uh, this is one of the shots you had to get as a kid to prevent you from getting it. Do you know what it is? Uh, a shot. It starts circle, circle, dot, dot. Circle, circle, dot, dot. You don't know circle, circle, dot, dot? Maybe I don't. Maybe I don't. Is this... When someone... Puts their hand in your hand and they make a circle, circle, dot, Cootie dot. shot. Now you've got that cootie shot. Now you've got that cootie shot. Cooties. <laughs> cooties. Is cooties the oh my it, God. It's cooties, y'all. Cooties. Cooties is an imaginary childhood disease used in the United States and Canada. <laughs> two countries. Only the two. Cooties is an imaginary childhood disease used in the United States and Canada as a rejection term and as an infection tag game. <laughs> As an infection tag game. It's similar to the British... Okay, we're not going to get into that. That's a little... Uh, a little dicey? Yeah, sure. <laughs> a child is said to catch cooties through close contact with an infected person or from an opposite sex child, uh, uh, or from an opposite sex child of similar age. Right, right, Whatever. Right. Um, okay. Cooties. 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 Do you want to take the side of cooties are fake or cooties are real? Uh, I'll, take the si- I'll take the side that cooties are... I'll be controversial and I'll say that cooties are real. Let me tell you why cooties aren't fake, Adam. Okay. Are fake. Yeah, okay, tell me. Uh, this is something that kids come up with. They see doctors. They're right. very familiar with 
big, broad careers and jobs, yes. and they want to mimic them. They want to play house. Yes. They want to play hospital sure. or playground. Yes. Of course, we're not going to put needles in their hands, so we have to come up with a fake sort of uh, operation. How can they play doctor? So we're going to use our pointer finger. We're going to make a circle. We're going to make a circle. We're going to do two dots, shapes kids can do, <laughs> and we're just going to tell them, now you've got the cootie shot. Right. It's just a fun thing for kids to play. But why would we perpetuate a false idea of cooties when we all know dang well, Bill, okay. that kids, children, both yeah. boys and girls – are germ machines. Okay. And I'm not saying, like, cootie, like, the imaginary, it's not a disease to have cooties, but, like, aren't cooties just a playful word for germs? Just actual germs? Mm. And Is the shot changing those germs? Is anything happening when you get that shot? Now, in explain your to me the cootie, the cootie shot you draw it with your, it's a finger on palm? Yeah, it's a, it's kind of like uh, like the electric slide or any other song <laughs> that teaches you what to do in the lyrics. Yes. The words for it are circle, circle. Dot, dot. And sorry, but the dots go inside the circles, like two eyes? That's uh, that's author optional. Up to the doctor. Yeah. Up to the doctor. <laughs> However you want to do your surgery. <laughs> circle, circle, dot, dot. Now you have the cootie shot. Tell me another co- uh, Tell me another shot in all of science where when it's done, they say, now you have the rabies shot. Yeah, no. Doubt it. No vaccines really come with rhymes. Yeah. You're right. If a vaccine comes to the rhyme, be suspicious. Uh, I'll give you that. Fair. <laughs> or give let's give all vaccines rhymes. Make it make it egalitarian. That's it. Okay. Simple as that. That's really good. Okay. Circle, circle, dot, dot. Now you've got the typhoid shot. Yeah. It's just like other sort of vaccines that you could. So if you have any fun poems yeah. about shots you've gotten, send yes. them to nojokepod at gmail.com. Also Twitter, nojokepod. Yes. Um, let's go into our first song break because okay, we great. have plenty more superstitions to get to. Plenty more. Cool. Okay. Uh, we have a song to play. Is I there think... any question? Stevie Wonder, superstitious. It has to be. It could only be that. Could only be. There's no cootie anthem, so Look, let's go with Wonder. Let's do that.
to Act 2 of the No Joke Podcast. Today, Billy and I are talking about superstitions. Yes. We're going down the Wikipedia page of superstitions, very yes. much like we did for the Subcultures episode. Right. Uh, we discussed cooties in the first act. The other two superstitions that start with C, which we will not dig into right now, are <laughs> concealed shoes. So awesome. Which I am intrigued about. Uh, I can't lie. Yes. And cramp ring. So Gross. So we landed on That cooties. sounds like a product that Harvard <laughs> Sailing Team would be asked to like advertise in one of our videos for $500. Cramp ring. We Wait, cramp ring or concealed shoes? Cramp ring. Yes. Yeah. There was – when we were caterers, we've yes. talked about this. We did an episode with Dan Klein called Catering. Yes, we did. And um, <laughs> we had to wear this like Nehru jacket. Yeah. And we discussed it. And it was uh, – we discussed it on the episode. And it was a big jacket. Shapeless. And it was bulky and bulky and ugly and shapeless so and weird. Yes. And heavy and bad. <laughs> yes. There was uh, one day where mine was so bad that they gave me a clean one to wear instead. Yeah. And my little form of rebellion was, I'm going to wear both. And I'm going to walk around the floor. Two jackets. Imagine yourself wearing two winter coats all day. I'm going to walk around the floor and go up to the biggest strangers I know and sh- reveal the second jacket Dirty under jacket. the top jacket. And that reminds me of concealed shoes. Concealed shoes, <laughs> concealed Nehru. Yes. I love that, Billy. I love that your rebellion was, I'm go- I'll am wear your clean shirt over my filthy shirt. <laughs> I'll Our have- little secret. Yeah. I'll have your shirt and eat it too. All right, Adam. Okay, Billy. Now um, it's your call. So you go down the uh, yep. uh, alphabet uh, roulette here. But- Let's do F for Frank. Okay, F for Frank. We have four F options of superstitions, Bill. Take your pick two two okay now this you're really nailing it here because this pertains really directly to you billy oh fear of ghosts wow fear of ghosts I, i'm not convinced i'm not not convinced <laughs> yeah, that-, that the ghosts in my life didn't just pick that. <laughs> <laughs> the superstition is that baked into you that you obviously believe that the ghost led you to me okay fear of ghosts fear of ghosts in many human cultures is based on belief that some ghosts may be malevolent towards people and dangerous within the range of all possible attitudes, mm-hmm. including mischievous, benign, indifferent, etc., mm. it is related to fear of the dark. Mm-hmm. It's also sometimes referred to as phasmophobia yep. and erroneously spectrophobia, the latter being an established term of, for fear of mirrors and one's own reflection. Okay. So let's, let's put that to the side. Okay. Uh, but fear of ghosts. Right. I mean, 
I will take the side of it exists. Naturally. Right. Naturally, because anyone who's listened to the podcast, once again, we can refer you to episode 20, Ghosts. Right. right. You have firsthand personal ghost experience. Firsthand personal ghost experience. Yes. Uh, not necessarily afraid of ghosts, but I can see why some people would. Well, I guess that's an interesting question. So you acknowledge you acknowledge the existence of ghosts, but they don't. you're not afraid of them. Well, no, because I guess that in my experiences, while it was very um, supernatural yes. and things literally moved, myself included. Yes. Um, I never felt uh, threatened. Yes. Anytime I actually came in contact with these ghosts, there was never any sort of like scare. They, there was no one was trying to scare one another. There was no fear factor. Benevolent force. We were just or talking. Neutral. Yeah. That was kind of the, the amazing thing about it. But that being said, there are people out there. Right. A, a friend of ours has a Catholic mother who once I told I went to a psychic and she said, be careful because psychics use ghosts to com- let the, uh, I'm sorry, the Satan and the devil uses ghosts to communicate uh, his like messages to you. Means. And I said, you're, you're nuts. Ghosts as evil vessels. <laughs> right. It's like foot soldiers of Satan. Right. Like, how do you know that? How do you know that? Well, <laughs> right. Satan's on speed dial, so I... Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> he gives me, the, he gives me he, his details. He, he lets me know. Um, do you, now, uh, you take the other side, if you don't mind? Yeah, the fear of ghosts, why that superstition is not real. Is and it again, silly? I, Should we, is it silly to be afraid of ghosts? I don't – I mean, okay, so I guess here's my logic. Let me just walk myself through my logic here. I, I'm comforted by the idea of benevolent ghosts. Yep. And like the idea that like, okay, thing, the consciousness exists beyond the plane of this earth. Yes. And once our bodies die, our consciousness can exist in some other plane. Yes. I could even – I'm going to stretch my – I'm going to suspend my disbelief and believe that. Yes. That some of these spirits are benevolent or at the very least neutral Mm -hmm. and just hanging out. Right. Just here and not evil. Maybe they didn't ask to even be here. Okay. They are just here too. That's interesting. So I understand that that would – there's no reason to fear those those ghosts. Why aren't we supposed to fear Casper? I'm sorry to do a huge pivot, but why is Casper so friendly? Why is Casper so friendly? Like if Casper were floating in his room, we should be scared. I would freak my shit out. Right? I would freak out. I would jump through this window. And therein lies the fear of ghosts. Well, man, I guess I just disproved my point. Even (laughs) if a friendly ghost were to march into this room, I would be so terrified. It's just a huge leap to say, hey, this ghost is friendly. Don't be afraid of him. It's like I – You had me at this ghost. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had. I was scared at this ghost. That's going to require small talk with this ghost <laughs> to like learn, like, oh, he is actually friendly. Like, That's I right. don't know what physical trait you could put on him. That's right. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the fear of ghosts. I mean, again, if you are are, are, are prone to believe that like consciousness exists interdimensionally, then yeah, um, no reason to be afraid of them. Yep. If you don't believe in that, like I do, and you are like, if you have a harder time believing in this cross dimension, cross plane consciousness. Any ghost I'm terrified of. Yeah, Any I agree. existence of any consciousness beyond what I can see, touch, and feel yeah. horrifies me. The, the ghosts that I have in my life right now, they're cool. cool We're ghosts. good here. Chill. <laughs> We're good here, though. Like, we don't need new ghosts, scary ghosts. Different ghosts are, we are good here. We're good here. That's your... <laughs> We're booked. We're booked. No vacancy. <laughs> At your ghost motel. Sorry. We're booked. Pick a letter, Adam. Okay, Bill. This is me. This is me picking J. Oh, weird letter. letter. J. Oh, my God. Oh, God. What? It's beyond. Oh, God. It's beyond beyond. Should we do another? There is none. There is just none. We went through the list that... and we scrolled through and we're like, well, that's good. Every letter is covered. Not J. Sorry, J. Okay, here we go. Let's do T. There's got to be a T in there. Oh, T. There's got to be a T, Hey, that's right? fun. Yes, okay. of course. Okay, good. So there are seven T's. Seven? Seven T's. Uh, let's start towards the bottom. Let's go T6, Bill. T6. Oh, no, it's a weird So I know what all of the words mean for the first five and the seventh one. You picked six. (laughs) Oh, God. Should I change? You should not. Okay. All right. Adam. (laughs) Yes. You picked toy, toy, toy. (laughs) What are you saying? Toy, toy, toy. What are you doing? Maybe you didn't hear me. 
Toy, toy, toy. You sound like God. What is that? Oh, wait a minute. I know what this is gonna be. Holy crap! You do just by you doing that. Toy, I think toy, toy. Can I guess? Of course. Before you read, may I guess, or is that gonna disrupt the this vinyasa flow? Give it to me, toy, toy, toy. Okay, my nana. Uh-oh. In Jewish tradition, there is a thing where to spit, you keep the devil away, and you go. Uh, my nana would say, "Can I hear a tu tu tu?" and would kind of spit. Okay. And that meant that you were like warding off the devil with this toy, toy, toy. It was oh. like a spitting thing that warded off the devil in that- Jewish culture. Wow, that's a different toy, toy, toy. Totally different toy, toy, toy. Toy, toy, toy. Wow. This okay, is T O I space T O I space T O I. My mind is open, Bill. Okay, enlighten me. Toy, toy, toy is. An expression used in the performing arts to wish an artist's success in an imminent performance. It is similar to break a leg and reflects a superstition that wishing someone good luck is, in fact, bad luck. Wow. Wow. Okay. I mean, I'm <laughs> rock. I'm, I feel rocked. That is your world, As Adam. someone in the performing arts. You're backstage <laughs> in a supportive environment. You should be saying toy, toy, toy to all of your peers and loved ones. I feel abjectly foolish, neglectful, and foolhardy for never, ever having given or received, frankly. Yes. To- or received. Place some of the blame on me. <laughs> Where have my toy, toy, toys been to you, you, you? We have done h- hundreds of live shows together. Undoubtedly. Hundreds. I've told you to break a leg. Irony. I've told you to break a leg <laughs> hundreds of times. Break right. a leg is very much in the lexicon. Yes. Never have I ever given or received a backstage toy. Right. Toy. What's weird in this world, in this kind of like uh, superstition, is that break a leg is okay. Yeah. But wishing someone good luck is bad. That's right. And if break a leg is getting played out, then you say toy, toy, toy. So that's right. In fact, Mel Brooks wrote an entire song in the musical version of the producers about how saying good luck before opening night is bad luck and yep. how one says break a leg. There you go. So I did know that that saying good luck is bad luck. It says here that uh, another uh, phrase that is similar. It's an Italian phrase. Yes. Is in bocca al lupo. In bocca al lupo. What does that mean? In the mouth of the wolf. In the mouth of the wolf to have, you. Have you ever heard that? Never. So. Never. But it's like these things sound silly like toy 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 sounds silly in the mouth of the wolf. But what the hell does break a I mean, it's like, oh, yeah. what does break a leg? I mean, we know what break a leg means. We know what that means. But, like, yeah, these sort of – it is so funny how bizarre and just seemingly totally random and disconnected from its function these, like, superstitious phrases are. Right, right, right. What does right. break a leg mean? Why are we wishing each other to break their legs? I don't know. Why? Um, we have six minutes left in the act. Okay. I would like to wish you a toy, toy, toy for those last next, next six minutes. And, Billy, from me – and for me and my family to you and your family – Toy, toy, toy in the next six minutes. In the mouth of the wolf. <laughs> I'd like to pick a letter, please. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. All Go right. for it, Billy. Um, uh, <laughs> let's do um, B for Billy. Okay, B for Bill. Yeah. All right, Bill. One, two, three, four, five. Five. Okay. This is bizarre. <laughs> Why? Break a leg. Oh. <laughs> it's just like. Before we even get into. Okay, so we just talked. Okay. <laughs> What's happening right I now? I have a broken foot. <laughs> yeah, we should also tell the audience. I have a broken foot right now. Maybe we'll post a photo so we can have photo evidence. <laughs> Billy has a literal broken foot slash leg. We just talked about the expression break a leg. Yeah. Then you said, that's ironic, didn't explain. I have a big broken foot right yes. now. I pick a letter. I pick break a leg. The ghosts are with us, Adam. Ghosts are here right now. Ghosts are with us. Benevolent coincidence ghosts are here. Tell us about Break a Leg. The ghosts of Wikipedia. Break a Leg is an idiom in theater used to wish a performer good luck in an ironic way. Well-wishers typically say Break a Leg to actors and musicians before they go on stage. The origin of the phrase remains obscure. Wait, so it's ironic and obscure? Yeah, it's... Oh, the origins. We don't the know origins, who's the first one. The origins, why the actual phrase... Break, break a Leg is ironic? 
Yes. So I'm, when someone says, hey, break a leg, you're supposed to be like, yeah, right. Is that, I, I think the irony is like – I think the irony just means that we don't act – they're not actually wishing you to break a leg. It's, okay. it's a symbolic and it's a phrase. Okay. The ironic being like, I'm saying break a leg. I don't mean break a leg. I mean good luck. I'm saying it, but I don't mean break a leg. So I mean like I can't really think of other examples of that where it's like if you were getting a haircut, I wouldn't be like, hey, get a bad haircut. <laughs> that's exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah, I guess that's true. Can, it's you like, think, can you think of any other examples where we say – Where we, you actually wish someone ba- a, bad, a bad outcome. A bad result mean, exactly, yeah. <laughs> based on what they're about to do. Got that's anything? really interesting. Yeah. Let me think about it. I can't – none spring to mind other than break a leg, toy, toy, toy in the mouth of the wolf. Well, luckily that's been the first 30 minutes of this podcast, <laughs> so you're going to love this episode. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> toy, toy, toy. It is weird. I get, Well, I guess, I guess the reasoning – and I'm taking kind of a stab at this. I guess the reason is – the reasoning behind the superstition of wishing someone a bad outcome when you actually wish them a good outcome right. is because you want to, like, put the worst-case scenario out into the universe so it doesn't happen. Okay. Almost to dissipate its potency. Right, you right, know? right, right, right. Um, have a safe flight. Have a safe flight. I know that's like – that me. it's like a – of course, that you mean well when you say that, but baked into that – sentiment is there's a probability that this, the flight will be unsafe. It's just like baked into that sentiment is like the possibility exists that this could be disastrous, so have a safe flight. And again, that's not the same thing as break a leg, obviously. Right. Sure, sure. Because the break a leg equivalent would be like, have a crash. I hope you, like, God. Have, a, have a plane crash. That, that, see, that doesn't fly. Can't even do, can't, it doesn't fly. No that's why you have to bring this irony down to the stakes as low and pathetic as local theater. Have a great job out there playing Danny Zuko in Greece. Right. Break a leg. Who cares? In the mouth of the wolf doesn't make a difference. Funny. <laughs> Uh, let's go into our uh, ad break. Okay, great. All right. We'll do an ad for Squarespace, and we'll come right back with a third and conclusive act of this The No Joke Podcast. Let's do it. Big thank you to our sponsor, Squarespace.com. Thanks, Squarespace. It is the perfect time to create your beautiful website. It is the perfect time to get a custom domain, and it is a perfect time to do it with Squarespace. With Squarespace, you can create a beautiful website to showcase your work, blog, or publish content, sell products and services of all kinds, not just some, all kinds, promote your physical or online business, announce an upcoming event or special project, and more. Yeah, it's for everyone, really. It's uh, If you're going back to school, maybe you want to have uh, a little bit to um, promote when you go back to school. Sure. We encourage you to uh, make your website with Squarespace. They also say that the website is great for, here comes a lot of careers. Bring it. Architects. Fine artists, Woo. furniture makers, Woo. wedding professionals, nice. producers, yep. clothing designers, mm-hmm. wellness coach, <laughs> entire sports teams. Just the whole team. Coaches. Yep. A gym. Yeah. A gym could use it. Gym.com. Athletes. Yep. Interior designers, real estate brokers, and finally, lawyers. Anything. Ghosts, even. If I just named one of your career paths... I strongly suggest you get your website website with Squarespace. Squarespace uh, gives you beautiful templates created by world-class designers. Uh, they 24-7 award-winning customer, some customer support, which is huge, whether you're a gym or a ghost. Uh, free and secure hosting, built-in search engine optimization, analytics that help you grow in real time, etc. And I know that Adam keeps saying, if you're a ghost, we strongly encourage humans to do this. Humans, it for is, sure. It's ghost optional, yeah. but this is an advertisement for humans. This is for people. So if you are a human, please check out Squarespace at squarespace.com. Yep. And if you are ready to launch, if you're ready to buy something, use our offer code, no joke, and save 10%. Yes. Once again, when you're ready to launch your new website with mm-hmm. squarespace.com, use the offer code, no joke, to save 10%. 
Welcome back to the No Joke Podcast. This is Act 3, and today we're talking about superstitions. Yes, and before we get back to that, Adam, you and I like to encourage the listeners of No Joke to send us emails. Absolutely. Well, we got a couple of good ones. We sure did. One really stood out. Yes. Um, Now, if you'll remember a few episodes ago, we said that we wanted to do some merch. That's right. And we wanted to think outside the box. Uh, We already made shirts. We thought that mugs were a little played out. Yeah, everyone's got enough coffee mugs already. We settled on the No Joke Jetta. Yeah. Uh, Four Jettas (laughs) that will be uh, plastered in our face. Yep. The, the words, no joke. The logos. Uh, and... Yeah. <laughs> Reminding you to rate, review, and subscribe. Yeah, maybe it'll just say the, the words bumper. rate, review, subscribe. And we said, if you want to buy one of these no joke jettas, we're going to sell them at 4K. Yeah, that's fair. So. Email us and say, I have 4K. 4K. I have 4K. I got 4K. Yeah. We, we'll know. We'll, we'll just, we'll know what you mean. Well, we got an email. From a friend named Ian. Very exciting. Uh, we've never met Ian before. Uh, he's a longtime listener, and we are very thankful because he sent us an email like this. Thanks, Ian. So we're going to, I'm, I'm going to just chop through some of the Please. bullet points. Great. His first question was, do you have the intro pre-recorded and just add in the last bit every time, or are you doing a fresh take every episode? Okay, good so question. So he's talking about uh, – uh, Thanks this... for listening to the No Joe podcast. Yep. Et cetera. Yep. Uh, we do it every time. We do it live every time. Little vocal wrinkles. Right. New little idiosyncrasies. Right. How congested is our Adam and Billy today? Right. <laughs> right. That's the congestion check right there. Yeah. How much of a head cold do we have? But little peek behind the curtain, we record it last. We record it last? So if that's interesting. Cherry on, cherry on bottom. We're going to do the three acts first. We're going to do the ad. <laughs> yeah. And then we're going to remind ourselves what we just talked well, about for 45 exactly minutes. That's exactly right. That's right. So that's the answer to that question. Yes. Second question, I love obviously. Yes. I too am a big fan of Moana. Oh, I guess it's not really a question. <laughs> I just am a big fan of Moana. Just that, just that sentence. Statement. We could stop there. Statement. Uh, worth noting that he included that his girlfriend works as Moana for little kids' princess parties. Very fun. Very awesome. Very cool and fun. You date Moana. Yeah, that's really, congratulations, Mr. Moana. Huge win. Yes. The third one uh, is another great bullet point. Okay. Um, and third, this relates to our cheating episode. <laughs> Cheating on Earth science hits home for me because when I was in 10th grade, I also cheated in Earth science. Nice. It was known in my high school that Earth science was the easiest, so I signed up for Earth Science 11 because I wasn't a science kid and you needed to do a grade 11 science class to graduate. (laughs) Unfortunately, the person I cheated off of for the two-week unit was very good at Earth science. (laughs) And the counselor called me into her office. Oh, no. And she told me, since my grades are so good, I'm going to skip Earth Science 11 (laughs) and go straight to Geology 12. (laughs) Be careful what you wish for. So I waited long enough for it to not become suspicious and dropped Earth Science and took Physics instead. Oh, that's hilarious. That is when cheats go wrong. (laughs) when you cheat too well. That reminds me of in office space when the money laundering scheme goes out of control and they go from having like five cents to like $200,000 in a minute. Overnight. It happened too fast. When cheating happens too fast too well. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Well, that's hilarious. Ian, congrats on uh, being Mr. Moana and congrats on your successful cheating throughout your high school science career. Again, we have to remind uh, the listeners, if you have 4K lying around. Seriously. And if you don't and you just have Photoshop lying around, can we get some no-joke Jetta prototypes? Can you mock it up? We would love just just to see our vision in the flesh. Yes. Big, uh, sort of almost like, you imagine like a fat head type head of Billy and Adam. That's, That's the way I see it. I'm not the artist. Artist, leave it to the artist. We're not the artist here. You guys are. Our Jettas are your canvas. You You know, simple as that. Um, December 1st is right around the corner, Adam. Yes. Uh, you know what happens on December 1st? What happens on December 1st? Well, I need 10,000 followers and you need all the khakis in the world. Jeez, the deadline is quickly approaching. And so I'll ask you again. Have you found a corrupt J. Crew executive and have you blackmailed them for free khakis? I don't know what the frankly, and pardon my French, heck hey, I've been up to. H-E-C-K? I, I, have, not, I have not found neither a J. Crew 
corrupt, a corrupt J. Crew executive, nor a private investigator willing to dig up some dirt on said executive. So no movement on that. Front. No movement on the khaki front. And this is my this is my own sluggishness. I'm really dragging my heels, mm-hmm. my heels that are not outfitted in khaki. Well, we also talked about FaceTime. I'm sorry uh, about Facebook. Yes. And we said that another thing you want to do is put a picture of you and your sig off yes. on Facebook and get 200 likes. Has that happened? <laughs> no, that has that has also not happened. Jeez Louise, you're leaving our listeners in the dust. I am so sorry. I let me brush that dust right off. Okay. On Instagram, I've posted a handful of pictures of, of my Sagoth okay. that have not approached 200 likes, but I'm up at the 150. I'm up hey. at the 140. Okay. So, like, that's not – it's not Facebook and right. it's not 200, mm-hmm. but it's in the ballpark. Let me ask you this. <laughs> you post the same picture on Facebook and Instagram at the same time. 48 hours later, which one has more likes? That's a great question. So I have about 1,800 Instagram followers Ballin. and about 4,000 Facebook friends. 5,800 combined. Like we said. I mean, I was bot just heavy, we know. Bot heavy. We know. Bot heavy. Yeah, yeah. Fakes and ants. So a bunch of fake people and ants. I got you. So just, so just from a kind of like a number standpoint, I'm sure the Facebook likes would creep up there. But my, the Instagram audience is true friends. Yep. It's like way more of like an authentic friend group. So a little more passionate. Don't care. Looking for numbers here. Facebook. Facebook? Facebook. Facebook's going to get you more. 200. I think Facebook might get me more than Instagram. What about you? Um, Instagram. Instagram? Yeah, Instagram. Yeah, because you're fa- – I mean your Facebook – your Facebook – like we talked about on the Facebook episode, your Facebook – Billy, your Billy's Facebook game more about promotion. It's a little less sigothy. And I've blocked a lot of people. Blocked I can't stress this enough. Yeah, yeah. I blocked like 70% of the people that, that I was friends so with. so freaking liberating. It's just like I don't know or care about anyone. Exactly. Anywhere. So how are we doing on the 10,000 – on the 10,000 followers? Follower uh, front. We have crossed sixteen hundred. That's huge, Bill. All right. So That's now huge. we are sub eighty four hundred followers. All right. Away. Let me just hammer this home, please. At Billy Scafiori. Follow him. If I had to find a corrupt J Crew executive, they'd be in a cage by now. <laughs> oh, Bill. I'm just going for the followers on Instagram. In a cage? I need 8,375 more Instagram followers. Come on. Who's got a lot of cousins? Who's got cousins? Can you, if anyone has a constant contact, if you have a mailing list that you're sending out, say, hey, this guy, Bill, never met him before. Exactly. He talks to me 45 minutes a week. Okay. He's looking for the IG followers. Even if you spearhead some other unrelated mailing list and you just have access to a mailing list. Yeah. Why don't you just tack on, oh, by the way, P.S., follow this guy Billy on Twitter. It might be bad to hit reply all on big uh, email chains. Do it this time. Do it this one time. Cut it's right worth it. Are you planning Patricia's bachelorette party? <laughs> also include Billy Needs followers on Instagram. We need all 14 of those bachelorettes to be following Billy. 8,375 followers away this at is... BillyScafuri.com. If I needed khakis, my executive would be in a cage. In a cage! Okay. This is critical, gang. Okay, so we just <laughs> caught up on uh, those type of... Yes. <laughs> just catching up. Yes. some house cleaning. Thank you for the email, Ian. Adam, pick a letter. Okay, here we go. Let's do, uh, let's do W. I know that's wow. a little wild. W for wild. Okay, you got four. Four of them. W3, please. Yep, you pick the one that I knew you would. Um, it's something that uh, your wife, Maggie, is very into. Witches? Thank you. Oh, okay, great. Witchcraft. There you go. All right. Witchcraft. Right on. Witchcraft broadly means the practice of and belief in magical skills okay. and abilities that yeah. are able to be exercised by individuals and certain social groups. Right. Witchcraft is a complex concept that varies culturally yes. and societally. Yes. Therefore, it is difficult to define with precision. Thanks a lot, Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing here? Yes. Um, witchcraft often occupies a religious uh, or a medicinal role 
and is often present within societies and groups whose cultural framework includes a magical worldview. Sure. That's fun. Which is, I I feel like a lot of cultures, I mean, like any sort of like spiritual or religious-based cultures, there's some magic baked right in there. So like witchcraft is sort of like the, I mean, the Catholic mother friend who said the devil uses ghosts to trick us. Yeah. I mean, like, there's oh, there's some witchcraft element there. Witchcraft is a nice catch-all for just, like, unexplained manipulation. Yeah. Uh, I believe Maggie yes. had a great sign at the Women's March that said, we are the, the daughters, daughters of the witches you didn't burn. That's right. And everyone should be flexing right now. Yeah, that was a pretty sick sign. It we was are the pretty daughters great. of the witches you didn't burn. Yeah, because there is this thing of, like, rec- not like, I mean, the craft, move the craft, etc. It's like, there is, like, p- witch empowerment. <laughs> and, like, uh, there is, like, a strength in sort of reclaiming Okay, so how to kind of frame this? Yeah, um, it's innately misogynistic, and there's like a pro- this idea of like witches, the Salem witch trials, men sort of like seeing women as being witches is like a very historic. There's a huge historical precedent for that, yes. and it's like very complicated and not cool. The yes. way that like women are have essentially been vilified throughout human history, time for being witches, right? Witches, right? Um, so that's really problematic. However, I feel like more recently, or maybe always, there is like a movement to like reclaim the like yeah. witch culture, yeah, now, Wiccan culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, one thing uh, I remember a tweet I once wrote, which is a horrible way to start a story. <laughs> <laughs> Don't follow my lead, but I am reminded of a tweet I once wrote, yes. which said that only in America do witches get burned and wizards get basketball teams. There you go, Bill. Wizards and witches are just boys and girls of the same thing. Wizards are basketball teams. Witches are burned. And like we're. We're kidding, and that's hilarious, and we're teasing. But like, no, no, honestly, I mean that. they're like, they're that does reflect. Witches a little did p- get burned, and wizards did get basketball did get basketball teams. teams. So that's the difference. A little bit of the gender imbalance there. They're wearing basically the same cape. In okay. my same cartoon mind, wizards and witches shop at the same store. Exactly, but it is honestly exactly. You know? Exactly. They shop, they shop at, the at the same Harry Potter store. store. Right. Except they get burned. Why? Magic because misogyny. Magic men with magical powers are exalted and called wizards and given basketball teams. Women who have magical powers are burned at the stake and right. called witches. Yep. And, and exercise. Uh, right. We have time for the final. Okay, Bill. Superstition. Okay, Billy. Okay. I'm going to pick yep. the letter. Yes. N. N. Okay. There is literally only one and this is what it is. Need fire. Need fire. <laughs> Hyphenated. I want to believe, before you read it, I want to believe that these are the ghosts communicating with us right now and telling us that <laughs> they need fire. Need fire. <laughs> need fire. They need fire. Go on. Okay, like the fire churning still, customary in India for kindling the sacrificial fire, the need or wildfire is made by the friction of one piece of wood on another or a rope upon a stake. Time out. Time out. I'm bored. That's just fire. I'm, I'm blank. I'm, I'm, <laughs> if I'm going to be real, I'm blank and bored. Back it up. Let's back up. Beep, back it up beep, to the list. Beep, back it up. Beep. We don't need to commit to that. We're going uh, R for okay, Roger Rabbit. baby. Roger Rabbit. Okay, no R superstition. Moving on, no R. This is a bad way to no end, R. folks. There's no J. Come on, Bill, one more. Z. Okay, Z. It's the end. Definitely no Z. Definitely Holy no Z. Keep crap. it going, Billy. Keep it going. The ghosts beep, are with us. Beep, Back it up, baby. The ghosts are with us. They really wanted us to do need fire, but we're going with O. <laughs> oh, okay. Two of them. And I'm picking one. Okay, omen. This is scary. Omen. What do you want, ghosts? An omen? An omen is a phenomenon that is believed to foretell the future, yes. often signifying the advent of change. People in the ancient times believed that omens lie with the divine message from the gods. Dog. For example, an eclipse. Dog. 
Adam just spiked his phone. This is a haunted episode. It says forward example and eclipse. This is a haunted episode. I don't know what to do. Hello, ghosts. We recognize your presence. We recognize you're here. Welcome. Welcome to HeadGum Studios. You're here with us, clearly. I'm not levitating off my couch. You're not levitating off your couch. But we are haunted in this moment. Got me? Like an eclipse, it said. Got me? Specifically. We have to end the episode there. I, I'm a little too... I don't think I can get up. We're just going to back out of the studio. Beep, 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 beep. Get up, man. <gasps> that was a superstitious episode. Truly. We uh, tested the Fates and the Fates won. They won. Uh, maybe next week we will come in with a Ouija board and do 45 minutes of Ouija because we're haunted. We're haunted here. For the No Joke Podcast, I am Billy Scafuri. I'm Adam Lustig. As a reminder, we're haunted and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening, ghosts. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>